0: Welcome to an experience Powered by Pipe TV. Powered by Pipe TV. You are now watching Pipe
1: Hi, you are watching Pipe TV and I'm your host, Miss Tony. I just want to let you know this beautiful floral arrangement that you see on our set here today was provided by Kara Reed. Please make sure you check out all her information um, will be at the end of the show. Um, she does a whole lot of other stuff as well. But as you can see to my left, I do have a fabulous guest, a musician. Okay, you guys know I love music, and this is my friend, my colleague. You know, I want to get to know more about him. This is Mel Holder. How are you, I Mel? I am
2: doing fine today, Tony. Right. It is good to see you, and you are looking great. Thank you so <laughs> much. Oh, my goodness. Thank <laughs> you. I know. He,
1: he all of a sudden saw the lights and was like, oh, by uh, the way. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right, Mel, so tell me a little bit about yourself. I want to know the young Mel, mm-hmm. because I want to build everyone up to what you're doing now.
2: I tell you, I don't want to know the young Mel. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, oh, no. so leave out the, the no. juicy parts. We'll talk behind. <laughs> yeah, the we're scenes. talking about okay, that. Now, well, I, I basically was born in, and raised in Brooklyn, right? Okay. And not too far from here. I lived at 79 Rogers Avenue. I grew up at 1718 President Street. <laughs> I don't <know> the addresses. <laughs> uh, wow. Both those houses are not the same now, anyway, well, so I don't I, have to worry about yes. that. Yes. And I went to Erasmus Hall. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. I, at that time, I went. It was the Institute of Performing Arts where we went. There, one of my mm-hmm. uh, classmates—just somebody just told me they ran into him yesterday in Durham, was Will Downing. So we went to oh, school at the same okay. time. Yeah, so I'm basically a Brooklynite, and I—I I think that I got acclimated to the saxophone by accident. But I know <laughs> be better now because I I do have a very close relationship with God, and I know everything is mm. ordained and orchestrated yes, by Him. It that it happens the way. Did it happen? Yes, but it I is. did go to a, a special school for music and that was my passion. I always wanted to do it. I, the first time I saw some of the groups back then like uh, Cool and the Gang mm-hmm. and Earth, Wind and & Fire and the House uh, Affair that was local from right, here right. and Mandrill which was local from here BT okay. Express which was yeah, local yeah, from here. All those yes. groups, I, I was like a young kid looking yes. up to them and said, one day I want to do, do that. that. <laughs> yes. And that's what happened. So
1: you said you got introduced to saxophone by Steak. Was it one of those things? Because I know when I was in elementary school, we had to play music. We had to choose an instrument. Was it something like that? or
2: Close to. Very mm-hmm. similar. My sister is older than me. She's a couple years older than me. And she was in the band in school. And I wanted to play a prank on her because she always used to play pranks on me. Mm-hmm. And w- she played a prank on me one time. It was Friday. I mean, it was a Friday. And we went to eat. And I noticed I went to the fish tank and I noticed one of the fish was missing, and I asked her, "Where's the fish?" She said, "Oh, you just ate it." <laughs> and oh I, no! And you know, I come from a Caribbean home. Okay. And Friday is fish day. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, "No!" <laughs> and she played the. And I said, "I'm gonna get you back." <laughs> so one day she came home with a clarinet, and I said, "I'm gonna do something." So I went and I got a lemon, and I put it all on the reed, and I juiced it real oh, nice. Oh no! And I went into the other room, and I was waiting for her to go pick it up. And and she picked it up and she got a sting and she called <laughs> my name, <"Melvin! laughs> get in here. Oh and then what she did, she's older than me, I was small, she uh-huh. said she made me Blow it and oh, play it. Okay. So I did it, and it was like wow. Oh, wow! This I just so I got awesome. past once I got past the the rancidness of the lemon, I started to get notes out. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and that's how it started. So yeah. you actually started with clarinet, yeah, clarinet, and then I moved to saxophone because yes. women didn't like guys that play clarinet, Correct. They like guys it was that, like that a play little saxophone. Too yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna get so any girls girl. with the clarinet, so yes. I, I, I switched. I
1: love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's it's funny that you say that you play a wind instrument Mm -hmm. because I also read, or should I say a little birdie told me that you had like Chronic asthma growing up. That's right. So to pick up a wind instrument?
2: Yes. It was very difficult. Once I got going with it, I couldn't do a lot of the normal things that other kids did, like run and play and do that. Right. It was a chore for me to do that. So when I actually had the desire to play the saxophone and it started to work, that was like, wow, well, how is this possible? You know, so that's when I was beginning to see that it was a greater. Paul, a greater purpose on my life, mm. and that began to make it all come together, because I know I wasn't doing that because it was because of my ability. Mm. I know I was doing it about the ability of what God was doing in Amen. my
1: life. yes, yes. So now you are in high school, Erasmus had that performing arts section. Yes. So I'm, I'm just going to let you know, too, I'm going to share with you. I didn't go to Erasmus, but I did go to the School of Performing Arts out in the city. Performing Forming Arts, arts. arts. Was yeah, on 46th, 46th Street. Street. Correct, yes. correct. <laughs> And then we all merged into that right, one right, building. LaGuardia. Music and I got in Laguardia. Yeah. So yeah, so my class was actually the first class in Laguardia. Okay. Yes. Right. So I'm a musician as well, violinist. Okay. Yeah. So I, I do all the string instruments, and I've always wanted to play a woodwind instrument. It's not too late. It, 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 it's, it's not. And and like you, um, I love the um, soprano sax.
2: Yes. Which one do you play? I play all of them. Most of the time when I'm traveling, because I got lazy now, I play the soprano. But on my my latest records, I love doing songs where I play all four at the same time. Yeah, and I have a track out really right now. It's going up the charts on the smooth jazz charts. It's called From nice. Bottom to Top, and I'm playing baritone, alto, tenor, and soprano. Oh, on that
1: track. nice. Oh, yeah. we have to get that. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah, have yeah. to play that. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my goodness. So, like, you just took me, like, I was about to ask you another question, <laughs> but that got me excited just there. So, here we are now. You, You're into music. I know I was brought up, Classical.
2: Mm -hmm. You're jazz, or I would say more jazz. at that time, it wasn't really jazz. I was more into the R&B scene. But to really learn the saxophone, you can't learn the saxophone without having aptitude and a knowledge of jazz, because that's where it is. The greats: John Coltrane, Charlie Parker, mm. Dexter Gordon, Lester mm. Young, Jimmy. Was it Heath. easy
1: for you to pick up? Like, it was the easy.
2: Jazz? It was easy for me to get going. Right. But it's still a hard instrument. I practice right. now, and I'm still trying to learn it. I don't think I'll ever master it. Yeah. I, I think I get better. Right. But I still do things. Things I try to practice daily. It doesn't work out all that, that it doesn't work out that way all the time. Okay. But there's always things that I'm trying to get. There's other levels I'm trying to get to, and different things that I'm trying to put into my musical vocabulary. That mm-hmm. when I do something live, people are able to connect with me. And the yes. greatest thing that I've learned, and when I said this to you jokingly, that I didn't want to talk about the the young Mel. Right. The greatest thing that I've learned as I mean, I would say maybe my third, fourth quarter of life is that music is a gift and we learn all the notes that we learn how to play this, play that, this style, but to really connect with someone, it goes beyond the notes. I don't want someone to just mm. hear me. I want them to feel, feel. me. I love I want them that. to have yes. an experience that goes beyond the notes. The notes are just like letters, because letters don't mean nothing unless you have words. Words don't mean nothing until you have a sentence. Sense, Sentences yes. don't mean nothing until you have a paragraph. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and then you go, it goes on and on. The and building, it does, yes. So it keeps going. So the biggest thing that I've gotten in this season of my life is have music that transcends the note. Mm. That when someone hears it, they can can reminisce of an experience, something that oh. they did maybe 10 years, 15, 20 years ago. But it puts them in a place in time that it takes them to this feeling that goes beyond just making notes.
1: No, that is deep. Yes. <laughs> that is de- so when you do live performances, do you call it Mel
2: Holder the Experience? Like, do you? It's <laughs> funny. I, I I thought to use that word yes. in it, but I, and maybe that's a confirmation that I should do yes. that because I want when someone to come to and they come to witness and just be a part of what I'm doing. I, if they say I play well and they play nice, I say thank, <laughs> thank you. you. But if they say that I was really inspired, I was really moved. That's what you want. That's to what get. I'm really aiming. And that goes beyond the notes. It goes beyond the notes. Absolutely. And it and it's not something that you can learn in a, a music book or no. in a textbook. Oh, no. It comes from experience. Absolutely. It comes from listening. Mm-hmm. It comes from drawing from that mm-hmm. inner man, the soul. When they right. say, what is soul music? Music that goes and touch you mm-hmm. in, a, in a deeper mm-hmm. place. So when you hear some, that's why some people sing and some people sing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love so it, yes. Th- those are the different levels. So I want yes. to be a musician that's able to connect, touch the hearts of the people, and get them to feel something positive mm-hmm. that if they're going through something today, they could put on one of my recordings right. and get uplifted. If I'm right. in, in a concert or in a venue doing something, they could be uplifted beautiful. and change the the climate in terms of what they're going through negative and push it towards mm. a positive
1: Beautiful, place. beautiful. What album are you on now?
2: Number seven.
1: <laughs> the magic number. The
2: yeah, magic yeah, number. yeah. But but I'm real excited about what I'm doing. And one of the other things I'm real passionate about at this stage in my life, I think you I like to look at life in like three-thirds. And mm-hmm. when I look at this mm-hmm. you have a time that you learn, you earn and you return. Hmm. So I'm still wanna earn. I don't wanna stop you, doing yeah, that. But I still wanna be very Deliberate and and make a step in returning because I believe that I'm not going to be here forever, but something that I do can go on past what my Absolutely. days on this planet are. Absolutely. And I want that to be something that is resonant with the next generation coming Absolutely. up.
1: So, Mel, I just want you to let the um, folks out there know how can they connect with you as far as hearing your next album, what you've got going on. Like, how can they follow you?
2: Well, they can go to my website. It's real easy, melholder.com. They can find me on Facebook, melholder. I would say Twitter, but it's not Twitter, no. At yeah, <laughs> Mel <my> Holder, <laughs> and whatever, and you could just Google Mel Holder. I do have Mel Holder TV, where you can go and watch all my videos. And my the project that I'm most passionate about now, right, right now, is the new documentary. It will be out ah. in January, which is called The Nations of Africa Tour. I had the opportunity to go to Uganda and Kenya this year, oh. and I have a very touching documentary that wow. we have coming on that. We're
1: definitely going to connect again. To 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 get that promoted also. Oh, I appreciate that. Yes, yes, that sounds so interesting. So folks, this is Mel Holder. Lots going on, great musician. You gotta hear his work. So make sure you connect with him on all his social medias. Check out his music. Hopefully we get an opportunity to play a little something of his music um, on our way out of the show, um, so you guys can hear that as well. So this is Pike TV. Thank you very much for
2: coming through. Tony, it's my pleasure. Yes. I wish we had more time, but guess what? That opens the door for a return. Yes. (laughs) Look, this is
1: your home, so you're always welcome to come back.
2: Oh, I'll take you up on that. Yes,
1: and and we'll accept it. So, guys, stay tuned. This is your girl, Miss Tony, and you are watching Pipe TV.
0: Experience powered by Pipe TV, Powered by Pipe TV. You are now watching Pipe TV. Hello. I'm Tonja Hayes, and I'm your host, and you're watching Pipe TV. And today we have a guest, a lovely guest, Kira Reed. And before I move forward, Kira Reed is a floral event designer and an etiquette consultant. We'll find out about that later. But more importantly, Kira is a cancer survivor, so I would like to have her expound on on her journey with uh, being a cancer survivor?
3: Well, I am a 15 year breast cancer survivor and actually, you know, what people fail to realize is that breast cancer can start at a younger age. They usually talk about women 45 and older, but I was in my late 20s when they diagnosed me. And um, I went through the whole gamut, chemo, radiation, everything like that, and facts is that I lost all of my hair, the second week of chemotherapy. Oh, wow. And God is good, He restored all of it back. Yeah. All of this is binds, no perm, no relaxer, nothing. Hey
0: God is good, and, and that is a blessing, and I, I applaud you for that journey. Yeah. You mentioned the fact that you were a missionary?
3: Yes, oh. <laughs> actually about like maybe three or four weeks ago, I just got my license. So I'm a newly licensed deaconess missionary with my church. Yep. A deaconess missionary? Yes, so okay. basically the work that I do is you know, geared to my local church. However, I've done work outside of my church because they give me permission to do so.
0: so yeah. Okay, so at the church, do you present your floral design? And I want everyone to know that this floral design was done by Kira.
3: Well, actually, um, I've done a lot of outreach with my floral arrangements. Like sometimes, like especially during like the month of breast cancer awareness or even Mother's Day, like I'll have a stand outside my church and I'll just give out flowers to the women in the community, just telling them that, you know, you're beautiful, you're loved, and just encouragement to them.
0: That's beautiful. It's, it's really beautiful. I, I wish I had that talent
3: because <laughs> I love flowers. So I, uh, tell us about your journey in the world of floral design. Well, it started out with me wanting to do event decorating and just decorating of anything. And I knew that the only way I can get my foot in the door was to do was to learn floral design cuz every time I would try to work with somebody be like, "Well, can you design flowers? Can you design flowers?" and I'm just like, "Okay, I guess I need to start working with flowers." And that was just like my foot in the door.
0: Okay. Did you do any of that as a as
3: a kid? Would you you like nature so you Yes, I actually do love nature, but I would have never thought in a million years that I would be making flower arrangements. Never. On average, how long does it take you to make an arrangement like, like this? Well, this particular arrangement took me about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Took me 15 minutes. I was like, jip, 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 jip. And you do silks, fresh flowers? Silks, fresh flowers, wood, whatever. I can do it. And any size? Any size. I've done installations. I've done um, stuff for funerals. I I can do it all. Well, I'd like to hear more about
0: your experience with the Black Girl Magic and the Soul Train (laughs) Music Awards. That should have been...
3: It was such a great and wonderful experience. So I do freelance work as well as like having like my own clients and having like my own contracts. So as a freelancer, like some designers and some event design firms will hire like freelance workers to come and help put the production together because it's like a big job. And so like I've worked with Black Girl Magic and it was amazing. We did like the red carpet. And I think it was from 2018. I also did the Soul Train Music Awards. That was like 2021. That was a red carpet for that. Um, as a freelancer, let me just put that out there so people will be like, oh, yeah, well, that was your No, I have to give credit where credit's due. And I've worked for Fashion Week. I've done, what was his name, Laquan Smith, I believe. He had like an after party, so I helped. I was As a freelancer, I helped with the production team for that as well. Great opportunity, wonderful experience, and... Yeah.
0: Okay. You mentioned freelancer. What's the difference between, if you weren't a freelancer, what would you be? Like? So,
3: like I said, as a freelance again, other designers and other production teams and stuff like that, they would hire me. So I would be like a subcontract employee okay. for them as opposed to like, you know, having like my own clients and what would have, which I do. I do like my own clients and everything like that, but also other designers would hire me to come.
0: Well, that speaks volume if they hired you right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i understand that you are also an etiquette consultant is that for adults and children or like
3: yes 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 Um, I just became a certified etiquette consultant I do a lot of things I wear a lot of hats (laughs) and um, so yes I am a certified etiquette consultant and I teach adults and I do teach children actually I work with my church organization called Kojic Ladies and we teach them faith-based etiquette so I work on their self-esteem I work on I cover everything from self-esteem to how to carry yourself. I work with nonprofit organizations as well. So everything on how to dine, how to dress, all of that. Okay,
0: all right, so people hire you and you just, you, you, you would take on a client and you would just go in and talk to a group or one person?
3: They, they'll ask for me or they'll, they'll inquire or they'll hire me. Sometimes I'll just go and I'll talk to a group. I'm pretty much open.
0: Okay. All right. So if I need to know how to conduct myself in a certain way at a certain event, is that I'm trying to understand the whole scope of etiquette for an adult when you say manners, etiquette, is that how to carry yourself or is it
3: how to carry yourself, how to feel comfortable in a social setting? all of that, how to eat, how to dine properly. Um, there's people, you'd be surprised how many people don't know the difference between basically what fork to use, because you know, you go to a formal dining and you see two forks and you see two knives, you're like, okay, well which one do you pick up first? And by the way, it's the one you work out in. So whichever one's the furthest on the outside, you you start with that first, and then you work in. And it's based on each course. So that's a freebie. But if you want to know more information, you got to come to, you know, go to my website and sign up.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I've I've never met an etiquette coach for an adult. Mm-hmm. Usually, the etiquettes are for you know the kids, mm-hmm. and they learn. But that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what's next on the horizon for Kira Reed? <laughs>
3: I don't know, the sky is, is my limit. Whatever whatever's out there, I'm just willing to jump on it pretty much. I love inspiring people, I love encouraging people. So whether it's doing a grand event or whether it's inspiring a young lady or whether it's inspiring somebody to feel confident whether they're going out to dinner or going to a social event. I'm okay. And so you're on all the social medias where people can find you? I have a website, I am on Instagram and I'm also on Facebook. Yes. Okay, well, there you have it. Uh, do you have a specific name for your? Yes, yes, yes. The name of my company is called Purposeful Gifts and Design. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. That's really beautiful. Well, there you have it. Uh, we're with Carol Reed.
0: Yes. Our designer, our floral designer and etiquette coach. And uh, I'm Tanja, and you're watching Pipe TV. Powered by Pipe TV.